You can really taste the maple. You do know that Riverdale was founded with maple syrup industry. Here in Riverdale? Dilton Doily plays with guns. Big one, buddy. Sardonic humor is just my way of relating to the world. Everyone knows how much I loved my brother. Exactly. If we go in there with the entire Scooby gang, forget it. We're compromised. War is hell, Jack. No, Archie. Hell is other people. Out of the four of us, only you and Archie haven't kissed. Fascinating. I'm gonna go get a bevy. Do you want anything? A glass of milk would be great. Alice? Is it true what they say about men who have just been released from prison at me? The Coopers are one of the most respected families in Riverdale. Take your male gaze and your male privilege and get out of the women's locker room. Happy birthday, dear Chuckhead. Last night was... A PG-13 group session. Color me shocked. Archie Andrews, is that why you became a mediocre musician overnight? I'm not interested in being anybody's rebound. Besides, I'm more into girls anyways. And all this time, I thought you were a lover, not a fighter. I'm both. I've got layers. And it'll be a cold day in hell before a snake lets a pig tell him what to do. All right, welcome back to Kapow, the pop culture podcast, for a deep dive on this abbreviated season four finale of Riverdale. My name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. I'm Seth. The Dale. We got 40 minutes of Zoom. It's only getting colder in Cliff's garage, so let's get right to it. <laughs> Riverdale. Okay. Cliff, is your garage soundproof for this for this podcast that you're recording? I, sure. I got Give a mop sitting over in the over in the corner. <laughs> I'm gonna start talking to it here in a minute. Okay. What episode is this, Jordan? We are Riverdale, episode 18 of season four, chapter 75, Lynchian. Lynchian, which refers to movies in the style of David Lynch. I believe that's what Jughead says. Uh, The macabre, the mundane. He shows the Coopers the tape. That they got the end of the lot where we left off. He had the tape recreating the scene of Betty hitting the head, him in the head with a rock. Yeah. He had the masks from what I found out later were very similar to Happy Death Day, the masks in that. Sure. But anyway, JB comes in, Jelly Bean comes in. She wants to see what's going on, but uh, it's NC 17 stuff, JB. Take a hike. She didn't have a lot to do these two episodes. I no. thought she was going to mysteriously be behind the scenes. Yeah, they just kind of throw her in for one scene just to remind you she's there. And, then, and, and yeah. this show, which is notorious for having actors be only in some episodes, I found it odd that she had nothing to do and she was in there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that means they had to pay her for these episodes. and She's right. only in there for one scene each. But, you know, it's around Easter time. That's when the jelly beans come around. Other than that, um, we got Betty's like, yeah, I don't have time for any new mysteries. No, thanks. I'm not interested. Chuck though, he's, he's all about it. So he's going to have Jughead come help him. Um, 
Over at Lodge Lodge, Hiram's whistling. He's in a good mood. He's uh, supplying Elio's ass. Um, We're in business with Elio again. Right. Meanwhile, Ronnie is selling Maple Claw to the college kids. <laughs> I got to say, I loved every subplot in this episode. Yeah. This episode had me hooked for the first this five is good. minutes. Oh, this is rich. All of this is gold. <laughs> Solid gold. At the school, Reggie, Fangs, and Kev uh, talking about some... Reggie's like, what scam are you got going on? They got stacks of cash they're putting yeah. away. Endurance tickling, Reg. What's up? What's up, Reggie? What's up is I hear you two have some scam going where you're bringing in some serious bank. Are you dealing again, Fangs? No. Are you? No. That's why I'm broke. And I want in on whatever you're doing. So, what's the scam? We make tickle videos for a guy named Terry. Hmm? And before you assume the worst, it's not sexual. No clothes come off at any time. It's like an endurance sport. And this Terry guy pays you? Yeah. And a lot more than dealing. That's where his hell, boys. But you think Terry could use a guy like me? Like, well, could Terry use me? He's all about, can, can I be used also? In the, uh, up in Archie's bedroom, he's picking his guitar and remembering that kiss with Betty. Okay, not every, not every subplot. I, there was one subplot. <laughs> not in. I, I didn't pause, but when he was like looking on his nightstand, there were some dominoes laying there. Like, did that mean anything? I, I almost want to go back and look. There were like dominoes laying there. Why? I have no yeah, idea. I don't know. Anyway. Um, he probably picked that up in prison. Right, probably. true. That's a new hobby, prison hobby. Mm-hmm. There probably was a jug of oil there, too. Um, <laughs> anyway, Betty's over in her room reading her diary. From like fifth grade. Diaries from fifth grade. Well, she's got from a lot, but she's got specific one, fifth grade she's reading. And she's it's, it says, well, I fell in love with this fifth grade boy next door. He's got a scar from falling <laughs> off his bicycle. And I was like, "Have I want to know if they've recreated this scar all this time. And we never noticed it. Do we need to go back and see where they put We got to start scars? all over again. Pat, was there a falling off a bicycle scar all this time that we haven't been oh, I assume the actor just had a scar like, like Harrison Ford and they had to find some way to explain how he got it. Well, that makes sense. That makes perfect sense, Jordan. And I was um, also waiting for the diary to say, he's in fifth grade. He just learned how to read. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> he's so cute. Um, frat boys come to the Maple Club and they're buying Maple Claw from Cheryl and they want to hire her and Ronnie for some love. They made him an offer. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. So anyway, the Malloy people come in. Oh man, these they, jacks. They'll they are maple moonshiners. And they're mad because they're stealing the college scene. Yeah. Maple, maple 
Moonshine. Mm-hmm. You got it. What? And that's an actual did I, character. Did Jinx I stutter? Malloy. Did I stutter? You didn't. Yeah, J- Fr- this is a comic character? Yes, Jinx Malloy appeared Jinx. in several Archie comics. Jinx Malloy. He was a teen who, hence the name, anytime he was around, bad things happened and there were calamities. So Archie and Jug didn't want to be friends with him. So he was the he was the Jinx of Riverdale, but he only appeared in like just a handful of issues. Well, sounds like bad luck. Um, so Ronnie is convinced it's just a bluff. This is her dad's behind this yeah. crap, probably. Don't fall for it, Cheryl. And Cheryl's like, I don't know. Okay. So then. When no. has Ronnie ever been wrong about anything? Right. Exactly. Basically, <laughs> every plan she has is totally based on all the wrong facts. Um, Jughead and Chuck are popping popcorn and watching these tapes, watching where their the tapes are being dropped off. They want to yeah. try to catch up, dropped them off. Jughead sees somebody and he's going to follow up on it. So then we got Betty and Archie are laying in the bunker, <laughs> laying on on the bunk right it's, beside it's each the, other. It's the platonic bunker. Yes, right. Yeah. First, first of lit. all, that mattress is no no bigger than a twin. Yeah. Right. And, and could, yeah, it's no bigger than half of Zach and Cody, and they've mm. got and it needs some of that spray stuff you have to use to, to get all the virus. Yeah, you I know would spray when they the hell stood up, it was like they had to peel themselves off of that thing. Chronicles with Cheryl. Doing your maple rum thing. Archie. Why are we here? I don't know. But it's nice. Right? It is, but it's not like we can do anything more than this. You know, we can't do anything. We're just hanging out. I love Jughead. Well, I love Veronica. They're about their holding hands. Then and breaking shippers' hearts. Yeah, Archie's at his dad's grave. He's like, he's like, you tell me to follow my heart, dear old dad. So then we get Jughead. You know, he's confronting Barbethel. The return of Barbethel is what they should have named this. Yeah. They're in the Kim lab and she's, he's grilling her about her dropping off a tape. She's like, Hey, I just want to get out of this town in one piece. (laughs) (laughs) And and she's like, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. You know? So over in the lounge, Betty's reading her diary. Archie asked me to marry him, but not till we're 18. Whatever. She gets called to the principal's office. 
I just like this moment. <laughs> you hear over the loudspeaker, come to the principal's office. And Kev's just like, I hate that guy. <laughs> She's like, me too. I freaking hate him. <laughs> it was really good. And then, so she goes to see Honey and Principal Honey's like, here, here's my picture. You need to put it in the yearbook. Editor in chief. She yeah, forgot she was in charge of the yearbook. Yeah. Yeah. So I love that scene. That was so good. Yeah. She's like, okay. So Jughead. She's like, looked, wait, when did I sign up for this? Yeah. In between being murdered <laughs> yeah. by the Black Hood and fighting Gargoyle King? Yeah. Exactly. Jughead has decided whoever made these tapes is a movie person. Somebody that knows how to work a camera. Yeah. Right. That narrows Some, it down. Yes, exactly. So then Terry, that to be clear, that is the guy in charge of the tickling. Yeah. Tickle master Terry. Terry comes out. He's like, we made another great movie. You have a great laugh, Reggie. <laughs> That's why I he's so Reggie good at hilarious pranks. Yeah. He is hilarious. So over at Pops after that, Reggie and Kevin Fangs are meeting and Reggie's like, we don't need Terry. Let's just put it online, make our own, and have a paywall. And they're like, well, you know, that's a pretty good idea. Over at the video shop, I am going to have to admit that I did not necessarily keep track of the multiple video shops. Because <laughs> there was like the blue something and the scarlet and the thing. I think this was the Scarlet Place. There was Paramecium Records, they mentioned. Okay. Which is a, a takeoff of Amoeba Records, which ah. is the, mm. the largest independent music store in the country. Right. And then the video store is Blue Velvet Video. Ah, there's their David Lynch. David Lynch movie, Blue Velvet. Okay. And the video clerk is named David, we learn later, and he suspiciously acts like David Lynch. He acts kind of off. And he goes, sure can. Sure do. His, his, he's doing like a bad David Lynch impression. So. Yeah. There yeah. you go. So he rents records, and Barbethel has been renting records, basically. So she rented Friday the 13th a lot. <laughs> Jughead's like, I don't think it's her. She told me it wasn't. And Chuck's like, hmm, I don't know about that. So over at the Maple Club, it gets trashed by the Malloys. And God, what the hell happened in here? We were invaded by those mountain men you insisted on provoking. Who, the Malloys? Yes. I was sleeping in my secret room behind the office and heard the door being kicked in. It's only by the grace of God they didn't find and molest my mumsy. Miss Blossom, I am so sorry this happened to you. I swear I'm going to murder my father. Cheryl is like all upset. What if they had molested my mumsy? <laughs> her her mother that she makes wear a mask and right. has imprisoned in a secret room in the yeah, back of the club. Now you're clutching your pearls. Yeah. Cheryl. Yeah. Mumsy. And Veronica's like, I'm gonna murder my dad. And I was like wondering if that was foreshadowing for a future season. But mm -hmm. um 
So over back at Lodge Lodge, she confronts her dad. You sent hillbillies. He's like, nope, they're bad, but he's, I'll help you. He's tangled with those Malloys before. Yeah, he's like, you don't want any part of them, but I'll help you. And she's like, nope, you're too weak, basically. Well, he's not going to have any part of that. He's not weak. He's a lame. And over in the music room the next day, Archie is writing a song. Then we get in the blue and gold, Betty. He, he's writing reading. a song about Betty. Well, yeah, but we don't know that. Yet, oh, okay. but yeah, he is. He's getting. He is going to be writing one about Betty. And in the blue and gold, meanwhile, she's reading her diary, fifth grade diary. Still, she listened to he, her, and Archie had been listening to his senior Archie's records, and mm-hmm. they were laying there holding hands and stuff, you know, much like in the bunker. So they couldn't stop thinking about each other. And they're and back at there's a lot of real life diary life. So this back in real life, he meets her and he's like, "Hey, we need to meet up to do it." You know? Yeah. They're like, well, we will meet tomorrow night in Dilton Doyle's bunker, sex bunker, and that will give us an extra day to think about it. And so Jughead goes to see Miss Bell, the secretary, Honey's secretary. And she wants to know who has access to this AV club stuff. Who's a movie maker? And she's like, well, an FBI guy asked me that earlier. And Probably a crucial character in the Riverdale mythos, the secretary that we've never paid yeah. any attention. Right. And suddenly she is, yes, very integral to the whole plot. <laughs> At Pops, Kev is telling Terry, you know, I don't really want to make videos anymore all of a sudden i have this urge not to do that just be honest kevin yeah honesty is the best policy it's the cornerstone of the tickling business back in the bulldog locker room reggie's trying to recruit some bulldogs into the biz and they're like well maybe if it's co-ed i don't know about all this tickling other guys and and then they're trying to recruit the vixens and TT. She's like, "Well, we'll do it if we're the ticklers." Very feminist. So they all get together somewhere, and they pick names out of a helmet, as you do. Mm-hmm. And they pick out Jimmy and Audrey. Never seen them before. Nope. And they go to the tickle suite to record. That's the name of Cliff's Garage. <laughs> the Tickle Suite. How's it feeling in there? Yeah. Are your nipples hard enough it's, to start recording? It's a little chilly. <laughs> Can't yeah. see my breath yet. Yeah. So that night we get the Ram attacking this Malloy guy. Yeah. Might have been Jinx for all I know. Pulls his gun on him. Pulls his gun. I don't know. We won't bother. We're not going to bother your daughter anymore. Half measures. Like Mike Ehrmantraut always says, you can't do half measures. You Ram. can't have these half measures. Mm-mm. What has happened to the Ram? He is soft. He, I, I told you guys, they're depowering him. Yep. So he drops his keys on his way back to the car, and the guy starts kicking the crap out of him. That'll never happen again. <laughs> so... Chuck, not 
Not hot tub Chuck, by the way. I don't want you to get no. confused. This is FBI Chuck. Not not maple top. Sticky maple Chuck. Chuck. Not sticky maple Chuck. No. Not black Betty Chuck. This is mm-hmm. other Chuck. This is up Chuck. What's White up Chuck. Chuck? They'd say what's up Chuck to him. <laughs> so anyway, said we searched Ethel's house. You need to watch this tape. So over at Lodge Lodge, Veronica finds a bloody ram where he's been kicked to crap. He's like, I showed mercy. The enemy yep. deserves no mercy. <laughs> the blue and gold, Cheryl. Oh, it's just his diary. Uh, she's reading it. Betty's reading the diary and she reads about Cheryl making Archie kiss her when they were mm-hmm. kids. Because he had red hair, too. Nice excuse. And Cheryl comes in and grabs the diary out of her hand and starts reading it and realizes, oh, you didn't like me very much, did you? Uh, she all she came in there because she wanted to get an extra page in the yearbook to dedicate yeah. to JJ. That makes, that's nice. Um, she's like, you really do like Archie, you were trying to tell me this wasn't something, but you really did because you liked him in fifth grade. So obviously, this is true now. This was like um, the most human Cheryl been in a while. It was like a yeah. seemed like a, ra- a rational conversation. Yeah. She's like, she's trying to talk her out of it. She's like, you just like the idea of Archie. You know what? I feel like she was talking to all of us. Yeah. That's very true. <laughs> I can relate. Archie is terrible. We all just like the idea of Archie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, there, there is, yeah, there is the iconic Archie that we all think of, and then there's the real Archie who just is sucks. Jug is real of Jug <laughs> is, dare I say, end game. So stop before you start. She tries to tell her. So over pops Kev. This is great. You've been a naughty boy, Kevin. Terry, you lied to me. You weren't getting out of the tickle business. You were setting up your own shop. We don't want to make trouble. You already did. So, here's how you're going to fix this. You and your buddies will give us 40% of your profits. I'll have to talk to my partners. Forty percent. Or you'll never tickle anyone ever again. Okay, okay, Terry, I can't. Terry's mad. And he's like, you need to give us 40% of the take. He's like, I don't think I can do that. So they start bending his fingers. And I'm like, what the hell are they doing? Just like, tickle fingers. Yeah. Like 40% or you'll never tickle again. <laughs> <laughs> Hard for a man to tickle with broken fingers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was right about the peak. This was, we were peaking in this episode. <laughs> that was pretty great. Um at Ethel's locker, Jughead says, uh is a sex tape of me and Betty doing it. He's like, well, 
She said uh, it, she got it from the Scarlet Suite in the back of the of the freaking store. You know where the snuff films are. Yeah, <laughs> it is Riverdale. Behind the curtain where the snuff films are. Mm-hmm. That's where I got it. Oh, that was pretty great. It's called Ponytail Playmate. It was called that. Yeah. By the way, this is the peak of our podcasting, where we do the Riverdale. This is the no, the main event. So, how, wait, did it explain how it got from Brett to to the suite? I don't know if you're no. familiar with this show, but it's Riverdale. <laughs> <laughs> no, is the answer. So Reg says, you know, in the next scene, he's like, "I'm going to handle Terry, Kev. Don't you worry." Then we get an entire FBI squad plus Jughead. Raid <laughs> plus teenage Jughead. Right. Raid a video store. Jughead finds a snuff tape mm-hmm. in the snuff room. Like, that's where you get them. And it is of it is a tape of Clifford shooting JJ Jason in the from the first season of the show. That is some dark stuff. <laughs> and the owner it yells, hey, you got to be 18 to be back. <laughs> Which was great. It was great. Um, How's Barbethel get in there? Uh, Barbethel's probably got a fake ID. One of the many rules Barbethel breaks yeah. regularly. Who knows? She is president of the audio video club. Yeah. You probably had access to materials to make some sort of ID. <laughs> so Reg and Kev meet with Terry's crew. Terry's still like 40%. Oh, yeah? Well, what do you say when we pack some bulldogs into this room? <laughs> like, we'll break more than your fingers. <laughs> what Reggie says. So Cheryl calls... Ronnie, and she says, you know, rum and syrup don't get along. They're, we're going to have to break up. Veronica's like, okay. So no more maple rum business. No more maple claw. Yeah. That was just opening an opportunity up story-wise here. Um, then we got Mr. Honey says, oh, there's some sort of tickling ring I heard about because Harry told supposedly and kev's like it's legal honey's like well it's not legal when you're doing it wearing bulldog gear you're well wearing the dale and these tapes checkmate mr honey yes so he sees makes him take down the website so apparently a day has passed and it is bunker night Archie whips out his guitar, his guitar, <laughs> settled down, and he begins to play this song. And I did not see it coming that she would cut him off mid-ballad. That was the high point of the show for me. Yeah. Is they stopped Archie from singing a whole song. <laughs> yeah. He starts this beautiful, loving song, and she's like, just stop. We're not listening to that right now. <laughs> He's like, bah, bah, bah. she's like. No, 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 <laughs> no more of this terrible song. I was not expecting that. And all the whole audience was like, Thank you, Betty. Thank you. That's so, his only move, 
Right. And he's not, he's playing the song. He goes back to his bedroom mm-hmm. at home and plays the song. And yeah, his he, mom loves it. Yeah. <laughs> Molly Ringwald comes in. She's like, Veronica's that's a great song. A, yeah. Veronica, Veronica lucky, like that. Yeah. That's a lucky girl. He's the like, you just, know what? The song is just a slow, mournful, Black Betty. Yeah. <laughs> is that about Veronica? Black Betty, Black Betty. Um, she uh, he says, "Mom, you know what? I'm ready for the Naval Academy." <laughs> She's like, "I'll call my lesbian friend Brooke, and we will take care of this." And. So Betty burns, she's in front of the fire burning diaries, a stack of diaries. Yeah, she's just chucking them in there. And the thunder comes down. And she's like, wait, wait, wait. Let's save one. Come on. So I think they saved that, the one good fifth grader. The one. pink one. Yeah. Back of Pops. Bangs says, I'm going to the University of Pittsburgh. And Kev's like, hey, I'm, you know, I'm going to Carnegie Mellon. That's a great coincidence. Like, we can date away from this freaking crazy town, finally. That's kind of a sweet scene like this. Yeah. You could try to try to find happiness. Yeah, let's try yeah. to get out of this crazy town. Barbethel's got the right idea. Fangs and Kev have the right idea. Get away from the Dale and get to the bird. That's right. So mm. Fangs is like, did, did Terry call Honey or something? Kev's like, well, it had to be. That had to be what happened. So obviously that's not what happened. And then we see Honey at the video store uh, talking to that crazy owner. And we realize he's like a customer there. Yeah. I'm not sure I follow all the details. We're supposed to think he's some kind of creep, I guess. Like yeah, I guess. Mm-hmm. That's what they're trying to make. They're trying to really lay on how terrible he is. Well, they haven't, they haven't seen the next episode, so. Right. Well, that's why they put him in order like this. Yeah. That's crazy. Um, Ram... And now he shoots the Malloy dad. Just blows him away. The bad dad of Riverdale. So, and then he gets back in business with Veronica, who was recently freed up by Cheryl. So we're going to have a Lodge Lodge rum syrup business. And we're back on the roller coaster of hating my dad, trusting my dad. Oh, were we ever off that roller coaster? Right. Bughead and TT go to Thistle House. Cheryl got a tape of a fake version of the Clifford JJ shooting. It has been recreated now. With the creepy masks. This is with the masks, yeah. So that is the end of that episode. So then we better roll on through here and we get Chapter 76. Well, that one at the, I didn't know. I don't know if they had said for sure how many episodes we had, but that's where I learned it said season finale next Wednesday. So I didn't know till that point we only had one more. We've, I feel like we've been in this situation before. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we end this one on 19, episode 19, chapter 76, Killing Mr. Honey. What was the that's killing Mr. What what's the movie? Killing um, Mr. It had Katie Holmes. Um thinking Mr. Banks. That's saving Mr. Banks. Yeah. 
<laughs> we didn't kill him. Mary Poppins would have had a different ending. Killing somebody. But this one directed by the Thunder herself. Madchen. Oh, really? Yeah. I never know how to pronounce her name, but. Madchen? Madchen? Yeah. Yeah, Machen Amick directed this one. Yeah, this is the I think this was the first one she's ever directed. So we end oh. on an odd number. I'm sure they weren't ready to end. It ends a little abruptly, but this is all we get this year. Uh I don't know. There's a killing Mr. Griffin. Or uh, maybe I was thinking of teaching Mrs. Tingle. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, this Doug was gets... uh this this episode was not supposed to be the season finale. This is just oh, a really? uh, yeah, this is a um just a circumstantial thing that this is what they had made. Wow. But yeah, clearly That explains was... the the ending being so Right. Odd. Right. So Jug talk about art imitating death from Boyer to Otter. Um, Betty turns in the yearbook to Mr. Honey. He's like, nope. Sorry. Too late. Too late. Missed the print deadline. She's like, no, there's time. And he's like, no, I have to approve it. I'm the principal. And so no yearbook. And another important plot line gets resolved. Yeah. So Jughead gets a call from the University of Iowa. He could mm-hmm. possibly go there in the fall. So everybody's like going all different places. Everybody's going to be going away. We're all like, oh no, what will happen to Riverdale? <laughs> so I can go in the fall if there's a major stipulation. He just has to write a book. That's so, it. Write a story. Well, that seems perfectly fair. Mm-hmm. But he's like, write a monster story about Mr. Honey. He's a monster. He barred us all from prom, except for Jug and Archie. I am proud of you, though, Jug. What did he do? Honey is refusing to publish the yearbook. Our legacy, the written record of our last four years, our friendships, our loves, clubs, dances... B, if it's about money, I'm happy to help pay for the printing. Thank you, B, but it's the principle of it. Mr. Honey has been on our case since day one. Do you remember when he threatened us on our first day back? And how many of us are already banned from going to prom? Fangs, Reggie, Tony, and I are all banned because of Ticklegate. And I'm out because of that bogus quiz show cheating scandal. Lest we not forget my transcendent rendition of Cherry Bomb, which got Veronica, the Vixens, and myself barred from the promenade. So literally the only people going to prom are... You want to go to prom with me, Jack? Oh, I'd be honored. But I'm not putting out. Let the fan fiction begin. So Archie asked Jug to prom <laughs> and Kev's, Kev in the most meta line I've heard in many episodes let the fanfic begin. Yeah, yeah, they're no. they're joking around, and and he's like, uh, "Jug, you want to go to prom with me?" And, he, and Jughead replies, "Yeah, but I'm not putting out." Yeah, Jarchy. There's, yeah, there's t- I'm sure <laughs> there's tons. I'm sure there are. Yeah, there is tons of, uh, uh yeah, Jarchy. Is that? It's got to be something. Let's. What is the name? Jarchy. Jarchy. 
or Jandrews. <laughs> I don't know, but Forsyth Pendle Chi. <laughs> That's from that one. From that one. The team of Forsyth Pendle Chi the third. <laughs> <laughs> That's the amount. That's the proper percentages in that. Um, uh, so Archie can't walk at graduation either. So he doesn't have such a sweet deal. But he's like, well, because he's not going to graduate. They yeah. just want him to pretend he's graduated, and they won't he let him pretend to graduate. Can't read anyway. Betty's like, well, well, the one thing that would stop Mr. Honey is if we killed him. We could just kill him. You could just kill the principal or scare him. You know, since so once she didn't get any takers on that, we could yeah. just or yeah. scared him enough to leave town. I mean, it would be so easy. Mr. Honey works late on Tuesdays. He usually leaves around nine. Wouldn't he recognize us? Good point, Arch. Okay, let's say. We wear bunny masks and Stonewall prep jackets. We could wear bunny masks and dress in Stonewall prep jackets and stuff them in the trunk and take him to the OG Lodge Lodge, the actual Lodge Lodge. Yeah. In Fox Forest and pour syrup on him to death. At least that's one way we could get our revenge. Well, we could do that for sure. Or we could pull off a classic senior prank, the likes of which will never be forgotten. And Reg is like, or we could do a hilarious prank. And I've got just the one for Mr. Honey. Reg coming through in the clutch. It's an oldie, <laughs> but Which a is what they choose to do. Yeah. And they stick him to his chair and his phone. And I wish that I thought for sure he was going to put it up to his face and have it stuck to his face. Would have been the coolest. That was a very, yeah, that was a very police academy moment. Yeah. That is, Rudge is a very police academy person. I think he said, they say it's a little old fashioned. Yeah. (laughs) It's an oldie but but a goodie or something. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, that's what it was. It's an oldie but a goodie. (laughs) Glue your ass to the chair. And Betty just says, as soon as they wheel him away, we should have killed him. <laughs> <laughs> Betty's the best. Those are the best moments. When Betty is super ruthless, yeah. those are my favorite moments. Looks like we won this round. Maybe. Though I still think we should have killed him. So when they get back from commercial, Betty is in bed, waking up, Jug's writing in the, you know, in the window. Oh, he's writing the Mr. Honey Revenge Fantasy is what it's become. So she she reads. So we see that Honey doesn't have any glasses, so he can't identify. Yeah, they're they're actually dressed up in the Stonewall jackets and have the bunny masks on. In the fiction, yes. Yeah, Uh, uh, Reggie, Archie, and Jughead. Yeah. Yeah, and he unmasks because... Honey fakes them out he, and names them all, but then supposedly couldn't didn't really know who it was except he named them all. Yeah, exactly. he he tricks. That was a, a really stupid moment. Honestly. He he tricks Reggie immediately and within yeah. well twenty seconds. Yeah, is the only person there dumber than Archie. Right. right. In fact, 
I felt like what it really exposed was how this book was that that Jughead is writing. You know what? At one point, they showed a screenshot of the the the, the laptop, and I paused it and I read some of Jughead's prose. I gotta say, I'm not I'm not a fan. He's not he's not a great writer. It was a little bit sophomoric. Well, yeah, I, I, that's what I thought. It's it's interesting how he writes his friends. Yeah. In this, like, Reggie is just extreme all the time. Yeah. And Archie is Archie, except he's not, like, trying to save everybody. There's no heart behind him. Cheryl yeah. just cries all the time. But Jughead and Betty are, like, the same. Yeah. He, like, he writes lines for Archie that Archie would never say. Like, we mm-hmm. see Archie say, he played you like a cheap violin, Reg. I'm like, Archie would never say that. No. And that, and then, like, the you know, the idea of this whole show is that, you know, Jughead has always been the narrator. Like, we're mm-hmm. watching Jughead's tale here. Right. Like, we're seeing he writes a little differently than what, you know, Riverdale has originally Yeah. Shown. And then... I'm just saying he would never have won the Quiz and Quill writing contest. Right. That's... Well, I was getting ready to say that. And uh, Reggie gets provoked by Honey in this fiction because Honey gets very... This is dark, Jughead, is writing about Honey antagonizing Reggie about his dad beating him. And he's like, oh, is this how your dad would hit you and stuff as Reggie's beating the principal in this fiction? So it's like supposed to make us hate the principal as if he would say this, which he never would because he's not a bad guy. Uh, so weird yeah i like that line betty says wow that's dark yeah she says is it too dark no she's like it's dark i love it is what she says (laughs) that's kind of riverdale to its core like you know you think of anyone who's not familiar with the show you tell them what it's about like wow that's dark wait is it too dark continuing in that story cheryl watches honey and he calls her a follower trying to tricker she's like well we've got common enemies now so she says uh i need you to make a video saying that we can all go to prom and you won't punish us (laughs) he's like no deal just let me go (laughs) that didn't work at all but the video would be him with a bruised face (laughs) this isn't gonna work and and i was like I was like, more bad writing, Jughead. Um, he's like, your funeral. Um, then we get, in real life, Chuck shows Betty the remake video, now we have, of the Clumpster murder. Bringing it all back. A great title. I would read something called the Clumpster murder. Um, back in the fake story world archie and veronica find honey unconscious and then realize actually he's dead dead. and jughead types rip mr honey (laughs) back in the lounge um you know cheryl's like well he's back in his office you know because he's really alive and over the intercom he says proms cancel (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and all because Reggie, Kevin, and Archie did it. 
So Archie says, we need to be strategic. Betty's like, we'll investigate him. Investigate story. This one switches back to story. Betty's like, no one panic. This is when he's dead. What's done is done. It was an accident. So Cheryl asks everyone, who all has experience getting rid of a dead body? <laughs> Jordan, what you raise your hand for? Does anybody? Yeah, uh, Reggie says, uh, <laughs> yeah, this is good. Reggie's like, seriously, am I the only one that hasn't done that? And Archie's like, no time like the present, bro. <laughs> they they use that scene for the commercial for this one on all the CW shows. So I'm yeah. I, I'm I'm a, I love that everyone who just watches CW and doesn't watch Riverdale got to see that. So in the lounge in real life, uh, Betty tells Jughead, you know, he canceled prom at every high school he's worked at. So we're going to have to call in the troops. So they call. He's a prom Grinch. Mm-hmm. Right. So they call in the hot moms of the Dale. Mm-hmm. You the thunder. <laughs> they tell all their moms and daddies. So income. Okay. We get income the moms and, and behind them, the dad, hot dads, but also Anna Rose hot mammoth that was so good she's real right up through there that was a great moment good stuff so they go up and confront him Molly Ringwald says law 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 and the Rams like the governor governor and Thunder's all like news and Skeet and Keller are like muscle that was that conversation. Yeah. See, you don't need to take screenshots. You you captured the essence. I got the conversation. You got it. <laughs> so, back to the story. They're digging the grave for him, and they got to dig him deep in Riverdale. Yep, it's Riverdale. We got to dig it deep. Back in real life, we get a great callback. Cheryl comes in and says to the our fave couple, Hobo. Right of hobo. <laughs> that really was great. I laughed out loud. Yeah. It's like I got a proclamation to make. Come on in here. So they follow her back to Pops. <laughs> <We're>, <laughs> Which is ridiculous. Like, hey guys, I got to announce something. So come with me. And they go all the well, way it's to either Pops. Pop or the bunker or the like the music room or Archie's yeah. garage. I mean, where there's only who has the best table to stand on? Pops. If she's going to stand on a table, it's going to be a right, pop. Right. Pops is where business gets done. Where you stand on a table. Anyway. So she's like, prom is back on, baby. <laughs> and the, the parents are all proud. They're there, too. Clapping. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. So in the story, they're going to have an old Hollywood prom theme. And Reggie's like, how can you even do this? He's all, we killed a guy. But he's like, shut the hell up. <laughs> and Kev's like, uh, someone, a Dilton Doily adventure scout found his glasses. Oh no. 
they're having a search party, everything. So Kev and Reggie are freaking out. In real life, FBI Chuck brought a tape to Honey and they watch it and it just shows the whole school in stark detail. Like they're going down the hallways showing everything like, is this a threat? Well, no problem. This was a threat. We got to cancel problem again. He didn't go to Pops and stand on a table or anything, but he did cancel problem. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would have been freaking... That would have been the highlight. If Principal Honey had called everybody to Pops and stood on the table, that would have been awesome. So Betty's like, he did this. He's like, I'm going to watch this tape in detail. Okay. Um, In the story part, Reggie starts to tell the Bulldogs about the murder. He just can't keep his mouth shut. And Archie has to stop him, mm-hmm. slam him up against a locker. Um, Betty's like, oh, hell no. And she sees on the tape the reflection of Principal Honey's glasses. He's, he's the one with the camera. He's framing, framing him, trying to get the prom canceled. She confronts him. I've got enough to nail your ass, she says. He's like, I'm trying to protect you people. He's like... Well, I sent this to the school board. Juggins, you don't mess with this town. <laughs> They're all very self-righteous at yeah. this point. You know? In the story, Reggie dies. And uh, there's, which it was great because this was a nice moment. Betty and uh, Jughead are walking down the hallway talking about, you don't mess with this town. Yada, yada, yada. And then it switches to the story where Reggie died and this girl passes them in the hallway in real life. But when she crosses the corner, it's the story and there's she's putting flowers on Reggie's lawn. Good um, job, Majinamic. Yeah. <laughs> so he Juggins, uh, oh, uh, Cheryl's crying in the music room. Juggets like, but he was out of control. But you know, they all make excuses to cover this up why it's okay, just like it was an accident here and there. But he's like, he was spiraling. Veronica's like, so she's starting to go over to the other side too. She's like, but do we have to cut his brakes? <laughs> yeah, Jughead writes her to be like the responsible one out of the group, Veronica, all the time. Well, they keep slowly this responsibility is trickling. First, we have Reggie, then Kev. Now, Veronica, it's catching. But he's like, it was an accident. He just didn't take care of that car very well. Veronica's like, you guys are nuts. (laughs) (laughs) Archie's like, we got to stick together, Ronnie. Ronnie's like, you're a monster, Archiekins. Doug, it's like, but but are we going to go go be monsters that go to college or go to jail, which true. Um, in real life, Betty says, so we're the monsters in this story. Dead man walking, Kev says, because honey got fired here in the real life and he's got his box and he's walking out through the school and Archie's like, we won. Pack up all your memorabilia and get out of here yeah get the hell out of here coffee cup has a b on it he's got he's got a whole bunch of stuff and he has a very weather b 
Um, Honey says, I was making the school safe. This place is freaking crazy. Which all of a sudden we're like, yeah, that sounds kind of right. I didn't, like there's, like I didn't there's, like this whole thing where, where we're going right now. I was with the I, kids. Well, I kind of like the twist that, hey, you, you know, they were trying to get out of town. You know, they're all like, we got to get out of town. Let's go to college. This is crazy. And then, then they don't like when somebody else is pointing out that this place is crazy. So they're like defending it. And he's like, come on. Don't you see, you know. But, he, but an episode ago, s- he was hiding out in the shady video room. The whole season, he's just been awful to them. I mean, and at the very end, his his they're trying to redeem him somehow. Well, apparently, but if I bet if you go back, I bet all the stuff he did was like, you I, know. Yeah, what are you saying? <laughs> I said I bet if some fictitious don't bet, went don't back, take it back. I take it back. Um, anyway, that, he's, that's fine. I don't. I I wouldn't mind that if it made any sense of like. You know, we get this strict new guy. Oh, he's just trying to help the kids, and he really is a good guy. But everything they ever had him do or say was, like, creepy and weird. Yeah. But not in a way that would, oh, that makes sense. It wasn't the Three's Company twist-a-roo where, oh, we just misunderstood. It's like, he was, a like, a horrible person. Right. And then all of a sudden we're supposed, oh, no, he really had the kids' best interest. I kind of like that this is a running theme that each season, the indie doesn't make any sense. And nothing tracks, even yeah, though they say it does. I, I like that. I like that. I mean, I said this the first season. Maybe it was the second. I said, don't try to figure it out because it doesn't. <laughs> it never does. No. Um, but anyway, Veronica's like, yeah, you may think this place crazy, but it's normal to us. <laughs> which is true. And he's like, well, which I thought this was kind of an odd clap back. He's like, hey, I'm going to Stonewall Prep and make three times the money. Yeah. What? yeah strange flex but okay yeah exactly so back in the lounge afterwards Archie's sitting there and he just says that guy sucks <laughs> once again voicing everything yeah. right and what happens this secretary bell who apparently matters comes in He's the best principal we've ever had. I've been here forever, and you've never seen me before. 50 years. This is exactly, I just thought it was like, was it Spider-Man 3, the Sam Raimi movies, where the old butler who was in all three movies and had no lines mm-hmm. shows up at the end and was like, let me tell you something about your father. And like, <laughs> reveals the whole plot at the end of a trilogy, a character that had no importance whatsoever. So all of a sudden, the secretary knows everything that's going on. Perfect. He's like, he's the best principal we've ever had. He helped low income kids go to college. Like, true. A lot of these people are going to call it. Reg even, even is going to a community college. He's going to, hopes to be going to community college. It's not, it's not set yeah. in stone. He raised the GPA in the school and not for nothing, no kids have died. <laughs> No kids were murdered while he was principal. And I thought that was the most telling stat. Uh, I mean... And can had... anyone confirm this? The fact that none of us are sure if this is true. <laughs> I'm not positive that no kids died. Yeah. Jughead was almost killed. And then we get the Jug recommendation type letter. Mm-hmm. You know, 
that we're supposed to assume was him bad mouthing him. We're like, obviously, this is going to be great. So that's a plot line in a lot of teen dramas is getting that recommendation to try to get yeah. into college from some teacher you admire. That's a standard teen plot point. Possibly in teaching Mrs. Tingle. I don't know. So um, Jug op- goes back to Cooper's. Betty's making a little breakfast and, and Jug opens the letter. He's like, oh, qu- I got to fix my story. And he starts telling the story. I was blind to the truth. They go back to the point where he dies. Only this time he didn't die. They call 911. Veronica does CPR. They don't show that. I don't, I can't. Mm -hmm. They save him. Veronica says, we told them it was all just a hilarious prank gone wrong. Back in real life, Jughead said, this town is messed up. JB brings in the tape she found outside and they watch it. More house shots, Betty says. But what is this house? And they realize it is the house where Hermione killed Sheriff Minetta, which yeah. is very odd ball. So they go there, of course. The cabin has a projector and a sheet hanging on the wall to watch movies. That's and a VCR and a TV to play a tape. And meanwhile, Jughead reads a letter and it's recommending, you know, all this. And there's a, the tape is of a masked murder of honey by all of them. So like recounting them murdering him. Yeah. And that's the end of the season. That's, that's it. <laughs> You're right. That does kind of make sense that this is not. There's no prom. So yeah. Jughead hadn't finished writing his book yet and it has a movie deal. It's already been optioned. Into a, into a motion picture. Right. Yeah. Um, so I guess next season. The, they got we, some splaining. To yeah, do. they do. They got to finish up with graduation and prom and all that stuff. I guess before we get our time jump that everybody says is going to happen. So is that the deal? Like we were discussing, I didn't know if that was actually a thing. Are they going to actually skip past college? I, I've yeah, I've seen it. A bunch of places online and that would be freaking amazing like that would yeah. for this show to do that after four seasons yeah have them coming back to riverdale or something having mm-hmm. graduated college yep that would be crazy yeah you can add in new some new characters like they, they've met over the years and- mm-hmm. reggie could still be at riverdale community college yeah I, maybe he just started maybe yeah <laughs> Um, my big takeaway from this was, I guess we got our last scene from, um, Skeet. He's not going to be on it next year, which would have been him raising the glass saying, my boy's going to be the first Jones man to go to college. My boy. That was it. (laughs) I'm glad he could go out on a boy. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah, like you said, are we going to come back? Are these people going to come back to wrap any of this stuff up or are they just going to have to write around it? I don't know. I think there's supposed to be a Zoom episode. (laughs) 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 I like the line about reveling in this town's sickness and how that's somehow a bad thing because that's really half our podcasts are about that, how we revel in this town's sickness. Reggie's supposed to... He's not going to be able to handle the filters 
He's going to have dog ears and stuff. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hilarious. (laughs) But uh, wasn't uh, Veronica's mom was leaving too, wasn't she? Marisol Nichols. So there's a couple actors leaving, which I guess if you did a time jump, you could explain that away. But are they just going to leave that mystery? Like nobody solves the Tate mystery for four years. And then they're like, hey, remember that people that were being snuffed film? Yeah, I think that. They can get away with it. No one will ever remember what the heck happened at the end of the season. I th- I I would expect them to have like all they need first... is a a jughead, you know, a jug dub over the front of the episode saying, "Oh jug yeah, dub. yep." But uh, but jug dub. we graduated. Jug dub, jubbity dub. We graduated. <laughs> We prompted it up finally. I I, I think that first episode next year they will try. They'll try and wrap everything up. Oh, here was graduation. Oh, here was prom. Oh, this is when we left for college, and then suddenly we're back. We're all coming back. So, I, I that would be my expectation for it. Maybe I, they'll I, do ha- maybe they'll do half a season or something. Of uh, maybe I, I don't a lot, know. But. Yeah. So I guess it's good they got rid of all the Stonewall stuff and wrapped that all up so there aren't too many hanging plot threads. Did they? Honey's going to be working there three yeah. times the money. But we never saw Chick again. We we don't know what Chuck's yeah. deal was with the FBI and Chick. And I don't know. There's plenty, there's plenty left for Riverdale. There's meat on the bone. We don't know when we'll see it again. But I, yeah, this was not... Having Honey is the big villain to end the season just didn't really work it fell but, flat but like every like everything in riverdale the the worst possible villain you can have is is a responsible adult in the room trying to make rational decisions because the kids will immediately it, <laughs> will immediately rebel from any rational decisions yeah, it, it doesn't fit yeah. we need gargoyle kings and black hoods <laughs> and not anything less than that is just you're not meeting my expectations, Riverdale. Indeed. All right. So that's it. That's season four of Riverdale. We're done. We have no I, more Dale for two I days. Can't, I can't believe we've Dale's been, doing, we've been out doing for summer. Yeah. I can't believe we've been doing Riverdale for four <laughs> years. Forever? We don't know. <laughs> Forever? Do it. That was how I was going to sign off after you said that. I was like, I got to sign off. <laughs> We don't know. You don't know, but uh, we'll be here for it. We're not giving up. Oh, no. We're, no. Mm -mm. We're riding this baby out. We're too deep in the Dale to ever give up. And we hope you're too deep into our podcast to ever give up on us, too. (laughs) Is that a segue? (laughs) Yeah. Sure. Anybody's still here. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Thank you for listening, everyone. Thank you for sticking with us for a whole season of Riverdale, or 19 episodes of a season of Riverdale. We'll be back soon with more podcasty goodness through the magic of Zoom. We'll Hopefully not. Hopefully. <laughs> Hopefully we're done with Zoom. We'll, we'll see. We'll be back. Leave, we'll, someday we'll leave the tickle suite and go back into public. But until that day, my name is Jordan Lowe. I'm Cliff Barnes. Seth, I forever. Kapow! The Pop Cultured Podcast is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. 
Sounds, music, and clips played during the podcast are property of copyright holders. All original content is property of www.udanwithkpp.com. If you enjoyed this podcast, please subscribe and leave a comment. Kapow, the Pop Cultured Podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podbean, Spotify, and wherever podcasts can be found. You can connect with us through social media on Facebook, YouTube, at the Kapow Podcast on Twitter, or email the show, Kapow, the Pop Cultured Podcast at gmail.com. If you really want to go the extra mile, please sign up to be a patron through the Podbean app or our website, www.udanwithkpp.com, to receive special content and early access to some episodes. We are grateful to anyone that chooses to contribute, but please know that most of our content will always remain free, so please continue to like, comment, and share.